What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. How does the moon cut his hair? Well, it doesn't have hair. Eclipse it. Ah, okay. But why does it need to cut its hair? I I, I don't know. That was just part of for it was for the joke. Ah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Where'd you read that so, one? I actually saw it. <laughs> so on a in a movie on a TV uh, show? No, it was a TikTok. Oh. You know those guys that always do the ah, and then they tell a a, a dad joke. No, maybe I'm not sure. I don't know if I've experienced this. They they walk away weird and all of that. They smack something. Oh, kind of, kind of. Yeah, I see what yeah, you're saying. It was one of theirs that I had seen. I was like, huh. oh, that's actually not too bad. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was it just, another... it, the the clipping its hair or cutting its hair. It's like, you know, the moon had hair. That threw me <laughs> off. Well. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, no worries. Because <laughs> there was another one where, what did the, uh, what did one plate say to, uh, the dinner plate? I don't know. Dinner's on me. Ah, uh, wait. What didn't the dinner plate say it to the other plate? What did the not oh, not the one plate shoot. say to the dinner plate? Yeah, sorry. No worries. No worries. I was I was like, wait a second. Did they fuck up which plate they used? Did the no, salad the, plate get the Diva entree? Just, and the... Diva just fucked up. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We haven't been drinking yet, so no, we'll see yet. how that goes. So tonight we're going this back one to our... This shouldn't be too bad, though. What? In, in terms of... It, it's not as hot as what we've been uh, oh, yeah. having lately. Going back to our roots with under $30 whiskeys with Henry McKenna. And a lot of you may think, oh, the green label Henry McKenna. No, that's not the one we're doing. We are doing the less expensive Henry McKenna coming in at about $26. I think it's their lowest priced one. It is 80 proof. It is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So it's it's at least four years. And... um. And also, you know, it's four years because it uh, does not have an age statement. So, well, then it's Kentucky straight. Yeah, isn't true. Kentucky well, straight. that's what I was saying. Yeah, I was saying both oh. because Sorry. both gotcha. are yeah. Um, and then this is a sour mash bourbon. Oh, so interesting. Comes out I didn't know H- that part. <laughs> yeah, this comes out of H McKenna Distillery in Bardstown, and. Nothing too exciting. Oh, this is interesting. Arriving from Ireland in 1837, Henry McKenna knew he had brought something special to the U.S. Years later, he used his family's recipe passed down for generations to produce his great sipping whiskey at the distillery he founded in 1855 near Fairfield, Kentucky. Due to McKenna's strict requirement of proper aging before bottling, it didn't take long for his whiskey to become popular. Today's... Henry McKenna still satisfies all those looking for a real whiskey with real history. That almost kind of rhymes. That's interesting. So, yeah. Um, you guys probably know better for the Green Label, which is their bottled in bond. And it's one, I think it won like 2021 Whiskey of the Year. 
Yeah, it was something like that. I think I even saw it in, um, it got a, another award uh, the year prior um, in, oh shoot, Whiskey Advocate. Um, I saw it in one of their oh yeah uh, issues. Uh, but to kind of go back to just the name itself, like I, I was expecting it to be like Irish, which obviously he came from Ireland, which uh, brings yeah. it back to that. But um, I'm kind of excited to see how this uh, tastes. I don't think I've had a sour mash bill. Yeah, you have. You just didn't know it. Oh, really? Yeah, you've had enough whiskey to probably sneak in a few sour mashes. Oh, Okay. So it's sour mash barley. Sure. <laughs> well, I think you probably have. You just didn't know it was a sour mash. Because I didn't say it on the label? Because I usually read the labels after. Here, let me look up sour mash bourbons and you can tell me if you've had any of these. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, I'm I'm kind of excited to, uh, like I said, see what it's like. I have had a, a little bit of the green label. Um, so... Uh, I know somewhat of how that one uh, tastes. Uh, it's been a little bit, so that's why I say somewhat. Uh, it is. Uh, this one is a little bit lighter, obviously. Uh, obviously, it but is this a little lighter. Com- uh, this one is coming in at eighty proof, so it's on the lower end of uh, proofs that we've actually reviewed. I think the lowest one uh, done before this was. Few at eighty. I thought yeah. the lowest was like eighty four. Well, we had eighty with um, with like the Jim Beam, Jack Daniels. All those oh. were eighties. There were a few oh. other eighties that we did. I think or a couple more. So uh, there is the straight rye whiskey from the Willett family estate. So you've tasted that. You didn't buy it. These are just a few of them. It doesn't have many. Uh, Michter's is a Michter's bourbon is a sour mash. Okay, I we do have that on uh in the lineup. Yeah, we do have that one upcoming. Um, do do do. Belmead is it's showing. I don't think I've had Belmead yet. Or did you have it and I had a sip? I've had it. You may have tried it. I'm not sure. But uh, Henry McKenna. Wow, it's way cheaper online. They were a little high over it. Um, they're a little high over it. Total wine on this. So yeah, there there are a lot out there. Ezra Brooks is a sour mash too, I guess. Is huh. this really a sour okay. mash? It's hard to know if it's a sour mash based on what the, what what whiskeys come up because uh, you just don't know. You don't know if they just sneaks in and it's not actually what you think it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I guess it's because, or I said that previously just because, uh, when I have gone through total wine, I have seen sour mash bill on the label and have said no. Cause I wasn't sure of it just because I don't like sour beer. So I wasn't sure if it would be, along the same lines in terms of um, that, that type of bitterness. Gotcha. I don't think it comes quite comes around quite as sour as what you think. It's just how they, I think it's all about how it's made. Oh, okay. How they, how they make the mash. 
There's a Buffalo Trace experimental that was sour mash as well. I guess there aren't as many as I thought, but kind of interesting. They say sour mash whiskey cocktails on this website, and then it's jack-o'-lanterns, the first one. It says <laughs> Tennessee whiskey, which isn't necessarily sour mash. Uh-huh. So I don't know. These are all just whiskey cocktails. Oh, so here, I'll just give you this one. What's the difference between uh, sour mash versus bourbon? So it is bourbon's a broader. Oh, so it can be a sour mash whiskey and not a bourbon. But this is both. Sour mash refers to a specific process used by distillers to add a distinct flavor to their whiskey. It can be classified as a bourbon since both types of whiskey are made under the same restrictions. Some bourbons even call themselves sour mash whiskey. Um, what is sour mash? It uh, simply that distillers used part of the fermented mash from the previous batch to create the new batch. Think of it as oh, a sourdough starter for baking bread, but for uh-huh. whiskey instead. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And I guess it uh, helps to keep consistent flavors because you get the flavor from the last one, too. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, sour mash is bourbon, but bourbon isn't necessarily sour mash. Same Which I think that would make bourbon. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So no bottle pop tonight, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. It is a twist top. So um, it's kind of an ugly bottle. Gonna... It's all brown. I, I wanted to say that, too, that it, it's not as appealing as the green label. Um, I'm just going to say it as the green label. I feel like most people will know what I'm talking about when I say it. Uh, Bottled and but... bun probably works out better. Her bib. Okay. Yeah. So the bib is a little bit more uh, eye catchy, whereas this one, it's a little bit more plain. Uh, It looks almost like a Jameson bottle um, in terms of, uh, I don't think it's as narrow as a Jameson bottle, but uh, the neck length and everything kind of reminds me of that. If I were to, and it's not green. um, That's the other. Yeah, that could, that works. Yeah, I agree. So has a unique flavor. So, Henry McKenna, I believe, is part of um, Heaven Hill. Uh, I said Bardstown. So, what do you mean? Like, uh, they'd say it came out Bardstown? of Bard- Bardstown, yeah. And I'm pretty. That is where Heaven Hill is out of. No. Yeah, it is Heaven Hill. So, it does have. I don't know why, but I get some similarities to Jim Beam with this one. I can see that. Um, my first whiff, I, I do want to say this is that it smelled a little stale. Um, and I don't it does know have if a that, little staleness. Uh, yeah. And I, I wasn't sure if that was part of the sour mash, uh, experience, but, uh, it could be, it could be a little earthy. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it does have, and I know cinnamon isn't necessarily like a sweet but that's how i'm gonna describe it it's like a spicy sweet uh and it reminds me of like a cinnamon cookie on the nose a little bit hmm i guess i kind of see where you're going with it it's not overly spicy it's on the it is on the sweeter side 
There's not a ton of ethanol. I do get a little oakiness in there. Yeah, uh, definitely a little bit of oakiness. Um, light vanilla. And I, and I uh, yeah, light vanilla, uh, definitely. Um, I was going to say that there's a little bit of like a bite to the <laughs> scent. Um, but I wonder if that's just like I, the, the staleness that I was initially picking up and uh, kind of giving it that uh, sour mash feel or like you i i don't know maybe it's just because uh <laughs> it actually says it on the bottle that i'm like hmm this is sour mash <laughs> so yeah so so i took my first sip and there is a i guess almost like a little added bitterness um it's overall pretty light it comes it's not it's very airy um oh yeah very airy not bad it's it's been a while since I've had an, well, hasn't been that long. I've had a few, I had Jim Beam like last week, but it's, it's, it has a decent amount of flavor, but it kind of like fades out really quickly. Yeah. It's a very short finish. The palate is pretty short too. Um, so when we're saying airy, we just mean like not a whole, like there's spice, but not a whole lot that comes through. There's, um, not much heat. And the uh, the caramel vanilla flavor or scent that we got um, is there mm-hmm. a little bit, but it it leaves just as quick as it came. So um, that's I, at least that's how I think of when you say airy, and that's what at least where my mind went. Where uh, some flavors are coming through, but they're gone just as fast as I, I noticed them. Yeah, and it just comes across very light. Like the, it even seems light. Like it doesn't have that viscosity that we get in some of the other whiskeys where it's like, just kind of like floats over the tongue to the back of the throat and bye-bye. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to, I kind of want to say this now, um, before I forget to actually make a comment on it, uh, the bitterness or the, um, the staleness, I guess kind of reminded me of like a Coors Light, Bud Light, uh, Miller Light type of hmm. thing where like there was like a, a bitter bite on the nose. Okay. But then you it doesn't have... You your Coors Light? You, you obviously smell a little bit of it as you're drinking it. Out of a can? Not, I mean, I guess kind yeah, of. Yeah, not out of a can, but... When was the last um, time you had Coors Light on tap? Well, I, I guess I'm thinking of... Uh, the bottles that we used to get at when we went bowling and okay um, kind of uh, smelling if, it if i was the... holding if i was holding the bottle like right here gotcha not quite ready to sip but okay it's like by my nose okay yeah i mean Coors light's kind of shitty and it's i mean it's it's kind of that like cheap easy to drink beer that we drink a lot well, I, I think that's why I was uh, equating to it. Like this one, I I could yeah. see myself drinking a lot of it and not, um, and it going down smooth. It's not something that's, uh, it, it doesn't hurt the taste buds too, like really at all. Yeah, it is really smooth. I'm a, I'm kind of surprised how smooth it is, but it is. I mean, there's a decent amount of flavor. It's just kind of boring. It's just kind of like. Nah, it probably wouldn't be a bad one to get it like a bar if it was there well. 
uh-huh. or even not their well, and it was like a step up from well, just because it's an easy sipper. And when you go to a bar, you usually want to be able to have like four or five drinks and not be rolling out of the bar. That and if you are out with uh, people who normally drink whiskey neat, um, or you're wanting to look kind of cool, so you order this one neat because this one definitely doesn't have as bad of a burn. Um, yeah, I say wanting to look cool. <laughs> drink your whiskey however you'd like to drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This it just it's just falling flat and. Like, it's not one of those where I'm like, oh, I want to drink it more. I just kind of want to be done with it. It's kind of so, weird. Uh, I think this one is, I, I'm kind of going back to what we used to do the little rankings on was, or I, I think this one's a good shooter. I don't think it's a good mixer. Um, mm. It is a good sipper, though, too. So it, it does have at least some of the properties that you would like out of a, being a sipper and not wanting to go heavy. Um, especially yeah. if you're at like a party and, and you're wanting to stay under control, uh, this one would definitely help you uh, stay, under, stay under control, especially with the proof. Absolutely. And then obviously, or since we're saying that it's, it's very smooth, um, you, you won't have an oh shit face with this. Uh, if anything, if you're not ready for, um, the palette uh you may give like a like a i don't know if it'd be no shit face it'd be more of like a bland like eh. like not an ew yeah but i don't know how to describe that without doing yeah the i get face. that <laughs> i get that for sure so it looks like actually other places have this for like 15 16 bucks which makes more sense i was kind of drinking this as if it was a uh a higher end bottle actually the one i looked at was 16 dollars for a liter but it's online i so i don't know because henry mckenna is more expensive in california than it is in other states uh-huh. um but this so maybe that's why this is more expensive as well i don't know why it would be that much more for henry mckenna it could be that they just won that award last year and they're kind of upcharging for it across uh-huh. the board for the name itself maybe yeah. I just I, I'm struggling with the price point on this. It's it's kind of like another almost like another America. This might have a little more flavor, but it doesn't last any longer than America did for my right. memory of it. Well, in America was six months, so. It was at least six months or was it a year? Was it six months? I think it was six months. I think that. Actually, I don't think there is even a six-month requirement for bourbon. It just tends to be more than six months. But I don't know. This is kind of it's hitting flat. I think for if this is in that like Jim Beam, Jack Daniels price range, it's way smoother than those. But I think there are a lot of whiskeys I'd pick over this at the $26 price point. Uh-huh. Definitely. I'm um, just struggling. Like, and, I'm kind of bored think- with it. <laughs> I, I agree. Like it, it's not bad enough for us to talk crap about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's it is good. It is smooth. Um, it, it's just very short. Uh, the thing that I was going to at least uh, equate it to is some of the, like the Irish whiskeys that you will have. Uh, this one just doesn't come off as as uh, sweet. 
as uh like a Jameson or okay uh something yeah more more along the lines of like a Jameson where uh Jameson is smooth it doesn't hurt that bad going down um but and sweet I'm a little worried about the Henry McKenna tenure now with how this is because I'm not really enjoying this so I wonder how that's gonna turn out and it's not bad it's just boring and the swish (laughs) sucks I'm not gonna lie, it's probably oh, no. one of the shittier swishes. Swish yeah, go ahead. Give it a run. Roll it around that tongue, Devo. I was thinking that it would be l- at least a little bit longer. Uh, it's not oh. even just that. It just doesn't there's like no there's I'm like getting nothing weird to it now though. Yeah, it's like bitter now. Yeah. Kind of like a gross aftertaste that sits there. You know what it tastes like? And I I know I said it earlier, drink your like, whiskey how you like to drink it, but it tastes like water uh, it's down. diluted. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Huh. Now, this is something I could bring to like, uh, I don't even know if I, with a twist top, I don't know if I'd bring that to someone's house. I think I might bring Benchmark because people are going to unfairly judge it before they even have it. And mm-hmm. It's like, haha, fuck you. Um, This one, it's like, you, you kind of get what you're expecting. Out of a twist top and a plastic twist top at that. That's where I get a little irritated. I get plastic twist tops in like 1.75 liter bottles. But in a, yeah. in a 750, it's like, oh, I don't love that. It, yeah, this is a 750. I was I was hoping yeah. for more. So the whole, the whole reason I picked this was actually going back to liquor lineup. I was uh, up there and in Nevada, they can't get Heaven Hill. They can't get Heaven Hill products. It's like, I don't know if it's just really hard or they don't sell Heaven Hill in Nevada. That's what I was told. I don't know. I haven't really gone searching for Heaven Hill in Nevada. So there's that side. So I'm at the store and this, the owner or not the owner, the manager, the GM, whatever you want to call him, the head honcho over there. He's like, you know, there's this whiskey that I can't get. And every time I'm down in your part of the woods, meaning Southern California. It's like, I always pick up this bottle and I grab a few and I bring them back home and people are very impressed. And I'm like, okay, we'll give this a run. And I'm very not impressed. Yeah. That's, that's weird. They, they must, who's he selling them to then? I think, I don't think he's selling them. I think he brings them to like friends houses, but Mm -hmm. that's tricky, right? You don't know how much of a bourbon drinker they are. I think this is almost like, Maybe it's a good transition from Irish whiskey or scotch to bourbon. Yeah. It's not as oily because as of how, scotch. Yeah. But not it's not as oily light. as Irish either because Irish still kind of has some of those characteristics of scotch. But it's just it, it Go ahead. Oh, I I was I was just going to say it it has the characteristics at least on the nose for a bourbon. But when it comes through on the palate, you're you're if you really enjoy bourbon, uh, you're, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And some people may say, oh, you're judging it too hard because it's on. It's a sweeter bourbon. And that's fair. But it's like all sweet and no bite. Yeah, there's no burn. Which No, I and mean, the swish was like weak as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, what the hell? And this is this is more so like just a disappointing episode as opposed to a like, holy shit, that was terrible. Like yeah, I really wish this was <laughs> I wish this was like 
like a point worse than it is, and I I would just go ape shit on it. A point higher, and I'd talk highly on it. It's or not highly, but I'd talk decent of it. And I'm like, I I just can't. I don't even know where to put it. I don't either. I'm, I, I'm struggling. To to be honest, I wasn't even thinking of uh, where I was gonna uh, rate it. Rate it. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? We probably should have done this with the Henry McKenna bottled in bond, but I didn't give that to you. So, um, but I don't know if this would ruin Henry McKenna bottled in bond. Like the weirdest thing. This makes me not want to have any more bourbon tonight. <laughs> like usually when well, I have look a at good what glass I... of oh Pikesville. Yeah, I brought that up as my uh, as my backup bottle. <laughs> I grabbed Smooth Ambler, Old okay. Scout. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's just like I don't know. It kind of ruined my night. <laughs> like the only time that this wouldn't like ruin my night is if you're just going ham at a party or something, or like a bachelor party. I'm probably gonna pack away a bunch of these bottles for Chris's bachelor party. That works. They <laughs> disappear. I mean, that it's not works. bad when you're like, if you threw this into a flask and you're walking around the strip, it's not a big deal, right? But like here, it just, there's just way too many other good whiskeys to, like, I think I'd rather Jim, drink Jim Beam over this, like white label Jim Beam. Or maybe know. even Jack, to be honest, just because it has a bite. Like, it, it's just. I don't know. That sip was a little bit better. Was it? Yeah. Um, I sipped it. I didn't swish it. I sipped it. Um, it was a little bit better. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I get like cherry and caramel and vanilla. That's pretty much it. I couldn't even tell you the spice. There's no anise. It's like pepper. Maybe there is a little bit of anise. It's just hard to get because it's so not spicy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's still very bland, but it, it maybe didn't. Maybe nutmeg. <laughs> I didn't get as much bitter. Uh, yeah, maybe not me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. I don't know. Well, that ends the I episode, think... guys. Sorry, this is disappointing. <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking tapped out. Fuck this. These are the like ones that I'm excited to try because it's like, ooh, this is either going to be great or terrible. I don't have a plan for if it's in the middle. I don't. <laughs> like It's just like, uh, fuck. Like, I drink this at a bar, and I'm not upset. I'm not like, ooh, that was the greatest thing ever. But I'm also not going to be paying, like, $20 oh, for a glass I was going to say, I'm judging so on the, the price that you pay for the... Yeah, like, if I went to a bar and they gave this to me for, like, 12 bucks, 14 bucks, I would. Be, I don't even care if it's in Vegas. I'm going to be pissed. Oh, absolutely. This, this is, I mean... Well, like, you said that it's, like, a $16 bottle, right? Yeah, Everywhere I haven't else. seen this at a bar, to be honest. Uh, I could see why. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Goodness. Like, this isn't even... It doesn't have enough to even be uh, in a Coke. Well, I mean, if you if you really want your whiskey to hide in a Coke, this may be great. Like, if you just want to taste Coke. I guess Coke, that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you want some whiskey with your Coke instead of Coke with your whiskey, uh, this would probably be wonderful for yeah. that person but and I, i'm sure like you could down a you could, as a person you could probably go through a bottle of this without even like thinking twice you just better drink it fast before you start getting drunk and you're drinking it because that just never goes well no uh you think this is a chug it like charles bottle right i think this is a bottle you just drink straight out of the bottle 
Like this is <laughs> this is probably it's something own- from one of those like eighties movies where the dad's a drunk and he just drinks straight out of a Henry McKenna bottle. I, I don't mean to chuckle about that, but no, it's kind of fucked a serious up. But, thing. but yeah, I, I could see. I, I see what you mean by it. Um, like Jesus, I definitely see what you mean by that, though. Um, and I and I could see this. Uh, like don't you said, even waste soap with this bottle. If you buy it, just drink it straight out of the bottle, so you don't have to wash your glass. Oh, good point. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't wasn't... even waste soap with it. It's not even worth it. And honestly, like when you know you get that little chunk of whiskey, not chunk, but little bit of whiskey at the bottom, like in the in the, the, the inverted nipple or, portion uh-huh. of the yeah, 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 Glen yeah. Cairn. Like I don't even think this is gonna like leave any residue like normal bourbon does. No, probably not. I just I feel like it's just going to turn to water. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a modern it's a, day anti Jesus. <laughs> turn whiskey into water. <laughs> That's like how I feel about it. I just don't. Oh man, uh, Devo, I, I don't really want to drink this anymore. You want to give us your review, or you want me to? Um, no, I, and I'm I'm going to be. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna give this a, a two point five. Um, okay, and I'm feeling a, a little generous with it just because it is drinkable. Um, it, it does it would appeal to the uh, people that are newer to whiskey and people that are newer to trying whiskey neat. Um, so it it, it is Fair. smooth. Um, it does not have a lot of spice, which is why I brought it down quite a bit. I was originally thinking of like a, a two, 2.5 or sorry, okay. two, uh, two or 2.25 originally just off of my main, like how my palate is. But in terms of, uh, like that, it, it does actually drink smooth. It is a little bit bitter. Uh, that's, pro- that's why it's down a little bit. Um, value rating for the fact that you got this for 26 i feel bad yeah um, i do too and I, I feel like i owe you some money on on this because <laughs> this one hurts i mean yeah. it's, it's like usually and most of the time under 30 dollars i'm like okay it was fine i just ah, uh, i just feel disappointed i feel dirty yeah like they charge and- me so much for it and that was it total wine usually you don't get that right usually it's at least somewhat fair at total wine yeah most of the time i guess henry mckenna not so much yeah i guess not um but it's i i wouldn't pay over the 16 dollars um after after having it i wouldn't pay over the 16 the bottle looks like it's a 16 dollar bottle um it does the the fact that they were able to sell it to you for 26 like i i feel horrible um yeah, but the uh, so for my value rating, I'm giving it like a a two at twenty six. Um, at sixteen, yeah. it would stay at two point five. Yeah, fair. I'm going uh, to old uh, scout. Th- I don't want to talk. I don't want to drink this anymore. Uh, yeah. So this one would definitely not make it on my shelf at all. Um, I may suggest it to someone if they gave me the the facts that they are just getting into whiskey um and they're wanting to try and have it without ice or water um yeah. this would be one that I would end up saying like you want you would want to try it just to 
see what it's like. Um, but it drinks a lot like an Irish whiskey. Um, just not as sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I, I couldn't imagine having this with water or ice. Like, I think it would just like, it would, it would, you might as well pour yourself a glass of water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like add some like super healthy thing into your water that gives it some bitterness and you got the same flavor. Like, I don't even know. It's throwing me off. I don't, the the hard part is, like I said, I don't hate it. I just really don't like it. It's like, it is, it's right in the middle and I wish I hated it more. And I think I'm getting grumpier thinking that I just like, I either want to hate it or like somewhat like it. I think that's why I gave it a 2.5 because it's like right in the middle. <laughs> I think you're right. I, that's what I originally thought when you said you weren't sure. I was I was pretty much set on a 2.5. It's boring. It's not eventful at a $16. Like it makes a lot more sense at a $16 price point. Um, Because if you're going to compare this to like Jim Beam and those, like I think a lot of people would pick this over Jim Beam, Jack, Evan Williams. Uh, any of those, like any of those bottles you can get a 1.75 for under 30 bucks. I think a lot of people would pick this over that. It just, it's unexciting. It really is. It's a, it's a bit of a downer in my eyes, but if you do know someone trying to get into bourbon, this could be a good starter. I think, fuck, I'm going to hear about this if I say this, but I think I would pick like buffalo trace over this for a starter though <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna hear about this this one is gonna come back to me thank um, you but patrons. it's true yeah yeah thank you guys shout out to our patrons um ugh. we still have to try the bottle that they picked out for us it's a buffalo we have to do a buffalo trace episode where we compare them all it's just i didn't want to send you with like four different tasters of buffalo <laughs> trace figured it was better for when we could do it in person again it would just be a little easier and then yeah. we could not we could hide which are the store picks True. And not not like, you know. So I, I value rating at $26. I'm never buying a bottle of this for over probably 15, 16 bucks. 26, like again, I shouldn't be that upset. It was under 30 bucks. We've had some shitty whiskeys under 30 bucks. Right. Still House was a little cheaper than this, and it was way worse. So I shouldn't be upset. Still House made for a good episode, though. This didn't. <laughs> this one so far. This so one felt far. as flat as the whiskey. Yeah, this the, we probably should have talked about flat Earth on this one again, just because of how flat this fucking one is. <laughs> Jesus, I, I haven't seen any new uh, no new stuff that are coming out of the uh, what are they called flat flurfers flat earthers it's flat earthers. yeah but I, I wasn't sure if uh, they made a, a new name for them. They're probably fucking fluffies <laughs> too. I don't know. <laughs> You you've heard of uh, fluffies? Wait, what are they called? What uh, the the ones that uh, dress, dress up, up like a, animals? It's a fluffy, furry, it's a fluffy? furry, 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 furry. But yeah, they're probably fluffies right. then. Yeah, they're in between furries and I don't know. Um, I'm definitely not putting this in any any sort of mixed drink. I'm this is gonna like I said, I'll probably bring this at the bachelor to the bachelor party. Just to and have like the other an guys easy sipper, just drink it. Mm-hmm. yeah, I guarantee you. Or, like, oh, this would be good for shots. Like the just give it to Charles. The cheers, just cheers have him carry the bottle shots. around all weekend. Look like <laughs> one of those guys. 
Sorry, Charles. Love you, in, buddy. In a brown bag. If you're listening. Just yeah. Have it. <laughs> well, you can walk around no, with you, a, you can, but he strip. doesn't want to be affiliated with this, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people would probably, yeah. He'd probably look more like a drunk than anything, than like any uh, negative true. connotation. But with, but with his size, you know. It, the bottle looks like a three three seventy five. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, Man, this is just thoroughly disappointing. Uh, I don't think there's anything else for me to talk about on this one. I am fucking no done with it. I two, just I two point five all around. Yeah, I mean, easy I to say all around. It's just the two of us. Yeah, same shit. If we if we stand together, technically we can make a circle and a line. Um, I I don't know if we can make a line. Oh, well, no, we sorry, can. That's, an that's three. Between. That's three. Sorry, yeah, that's right. Three darts being. I had an yeah, argument that, with that, someone, that, and they're like, "Oh, they're like in a line." I go, "You know, the possibility of throwing three darts in a in a perfect line is like impossible, and it's like having an equilateral triangle between three darts." Like, he, nope. He was fighting you so hard he with. Uh... He was. And I'm like, dude, you realize if it's off like by point zero 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 one millimeter, it's no longer a line. <laughs> it's a crooked letter. <laughs> and then he says something like, uh, well, it looks like a line. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. said something. Well, if uh, <laughs> I can't remember what you I said, probably said, you said something, something super in, uh, inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like me, especially because I think I was losing. So that didn't help out his case any. Well, and, and he he's loud and uh, boisterous. So it, it was one of those things where. Uh, any extra point that they got, because I think it was you and me versus him and another person. I, it's probably I it him Chris. and Chris. Yeah. And uh, uh, Chris knows when to shut up. This guy doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when winning. Like, he's not a graceful winner. Yeah. No. I, I feel I like mean, there's none there's of us really are. Uh, I don't know. No, There's, all of us like if we're quiet, uh, we're quiet in our, because we in our friend group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In our friend group, yeah, it, it depends on the situation and the time of day. Because uh, I mean, there was the the Fourth of July at my place. Uh, you were losing uh, at most of the games because you were paired up with someone that uh, wasn't. Uh, we he, spoke he about earlier. Too, yeah, he had, he had a bit too much to drink, and he wasn't focusing. And you kept losing to me. <laughs> and I told him to switch hands. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Charles will get a chuckle out of that one. <laughs> but uh, it, it's one of those things like, yeah, in our friend group, we know when to like shut up. And that guy that, that was talking about the line situation uh, just didn't understand yet. <laughs> no, I, mean, I feel like he still doesn't. I, I, I haven't been on uh, video he's games better. with he's you guys better. in a while. He's better. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know what to talk about after this. I wanted to talk about bourbon, but I no, no longer want to talk about bourbon. Like that well, just that, ruined that's bourbon what, for me for the night. That's why I was trying to bring up, uh, the, the topic of great, graceful winning or graceful losing type of situations. I think um, there are some good people out there that win well, but if you lose, you don't feel like when they're like nice and they come over to you and they shake your hand and they're like, oh, nice game. And they act like nothing just happened. It almost pisses you off more. Oh, absolutely. And they're a gracious winner. But you're just pissed because you're like, what the fuck happened? Because you felt more like you lost because you played like shit than they won because they outplayed you. 
they did outplay you, but it was because you played like shit and they played great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of, cause I, I feel like I've oh, seen it smells so much better. <laughs> same, same thing. Same thing with Pikesville, bro. I, I've just been nosing it uh, ever since I poured it. I haven't taken a sip yet. Oh my um, God. That's what spice tastes like. <laughs> Holy shit. This is incredible. It's like your, your palate got a rejuvenation. Like, <laughs> I don't think I got all the sour mash out because there's still some like random staleness in the middle of the flavor. <laughs> um, oh, but Jesus. Think, thinking about like gracious winning and losing, like I feel a lot of I feel like a lot of shit talking goes on on uh, NFL uh, between uh, quarterbacks. Are you um, thinking of Philip Rivers, who's like the one guy that wouldn't cuss, but he talks so much fucking shit. Yeah. And and he, he was he was the that, one I initially thought of. There's that one where he's mic'd up and he's talking shit like with the right end right there, and he's like, "Dude, chill." The right end uh-huh. tells him that, and dude, like uh-huh. the right end could have taken like one swing with helmet, you know, and decapitate fucking Rivers. Or like yeah. Rivers has his helmet on. The guy swings with his arm, not the guy swung with his helmet. But yeah, football is kind of that way. I think it's one of those aggressive sports, right? Like. You're playing cornhole and you're like, ha ha ha, fuck you. I just four bagged you. It's like, oh, cool, bro. That's so much talent. Like, I don't, I don't fucking like, I mean, it's impressive when these people do it, but when you're playing them, it's like, oh yeah, you're so cool. Fucking cornhole. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Well, and maybe I it's me better at me that off. point, but <laughs> I think that's what pisses me off is playing stuff like, like cornhole and you're doing well. You're on, you're on top. Um, in terms of like the turn quote unquote tournament that's been going on. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, someone like I'm doing well. And then the other person's like overly competitive and says something along the lines of like, well, it's just cornhole. You're only good at cornhole or whatever. And that would piss like that pissed me off. I I think it was Alan that ended up saying that one time when we were playing and he was losing and he said that to me and I just got heated because <laughs> i was I like and you're drunk yeah but uh <laughs> it, it was one of those things where it was like well yeah it's just cornhole but i am good like don't don't like uh <laughs> yeah uh, or i'm doing well at this don't don't uh don't talk me down or like don't <laughs> yeah. try and like act like yeah what else are you gonna beat me at alan what weightlifting Actually, he could have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I it's a valid point. Um, but like, I don't. It's tricky to say. Like, it, cornhole, you can say you're truly better than someone, right? Like, if you play like basketball and someone's a better three point shooter, they're a better three point shooter. That doesn't mean they're a better basketball player than you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tricky. Like cornhole, you you can legitimately like easily be determined that you're better than someone basketball it's trickier right because there are different aspects baseball same thing you could have a 150 era and start in the mlb at era jesus christ that'd <laughs> uh, be great a batting average batting per- yeah yeah um same thing with football like you only have to play one side of the ball how do you compare is a is a right end better than a quarterback i don't think that's a comparable thing i mean maybe yeah, if you went to like sense. madden you can say like oh they're the best defensive end Okay, is the best defensive end better than the best quarterback? I don't know. You can't really compare them. 
and that's where it gets tricky. Soccer, the same thing, right? Like, yeah, you could have the best forward who scores the most goals, but would you rather have him or the best sweeper defensive player in the league? True. It is very like true. It, um, it's, it's all about, I mean, I think when it gets to that point, it's who's a better team player and who drives their team to be better. Right. Like, and you have you do have those stars though. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of stars that, in in that sports. Set the, uh, set the mood, so to speak. I always yeah. think of uh, the one interview, and I can't ever remember the guy that was giving the interview, but he was saying that he was just walking all over Kobe for most of the game, and in the third quarter, Kobe goes was up to Yvonne Shumpert. Yeah, I think okay. I mentioned this one in the. Uh, in the podcast or maybe a straight to TV or no, not straight to TV. Uh, no, the underdog. I wouldn't even, I don't even remember what we talked about, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. It, it was a, a previous one where Kobe says like, good game to Yvonne. He's like, and, uh, we just finished the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? And then, uh, Kobe, like, I, I, I guess that's where I think of like competitive meets. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because what's where the shit talking like a, hits is like backed okay. up, right? Like, yeah, in anything, you're like, oh, see if you can follow this, Devo, in cornhole, and I sink three bags in a row. Okay, if I say, yeah. see if you can follow this, Devo, and I throw it off the fucking cornhole board, well, there's not much for you to follow, right? <laughs> True. Like, you, you got. I think you have any, anything like when we have gone against each other. I think you have said that, like, see I'm if sure. you can follow this, and you've gone off, and then I did the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and sometimes like playing like shit throws off your competitor, right? Like mm-hmm. I see you see it all the time in golf, right? It's really weird, but golf pl- is played in like usually it's two or three people playing per group, and you'll just see like one group, the whole group shot like six under or, or better, and then you see another group, everyone shot like three over. And it's like no one in the group stood out because everybody was playing like uh, when playing you start seeing like good shots, sometimes you step up or like you it's you're like that competitive nature. But if someone throws it off the green, now you're just aiming at the whole green and that's a better shot than them, which isn't necessarily a great, great shot. Mm-hmm. But it's I guess it's all relative. I don't fucking know. But yeah, that's a great quote. Kobe, Kobe was Kobe was a good shit talker because he made little jabs. And then he followed him up. Like, I think there, there are other shit talkers out there. And they, a lot of the times it's in basketball, they get, they become shit talkers later in their career. I was going to say, I to think use it as a mental thing. That, yeah. And I think that's what, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Michael Jordan did that to Kobe. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he yeah, did. He, I mean, cause Kobe was wearing Jordans or something like that. And Jordan said something along the lines of, you realize you're wearing my shoes. Or yeah, you, yeah, you gotta yeah, something something along those lines, and Kobe yeah. was like, "Oh fuck," <laughs> or or it may have been wait until you have your own shoes. Yeah, it may have been something, something like that. Like that, yeah. And those are those are great little digs. Like I don't like when guys are just like, there's some shit talkers, or they think they're shit talkers, and they just say like, "Fuck you, bitch," and like 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 I'm you, you kind of almost it almost fucks me up more because I'm like. Do you mean that as like you want to fuck me or is that like <laughs> like what what are you trying to get out of this? Because like you're nothing. Well, I'm something because I'm here. I'm 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 matter. <laughs> and uh, I matter. 
Ooh, that's a good one. All matter matters. <laughs> oh, there we go. New sign. We should, there, new, we, gotta, uh, we gotta hit up Victor for a shirt about that. I I like it. Let's do it. All matter matters. And that would confuse the shit out of some people. They'd be like, what the fuck do they mean? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking and, high school and chemistry or relative. biology, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jesus. It means whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just words. It's three words. <laughs> only technically all, conversation is there are only just five words. letters. There are only five letters used in that, I think. All, yeah, yeah. M A T T E R. No. Well, a, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's it's M A T. Oh, it's and six S. with I an forgot, S. Yeah. I forgot the S. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just. I mean, shit talking sports is fun, right? Like, it makes it more entertaining. I love to, like, I'll do jabs even playing golf with you guys just just to kind of spice it up a little bit. Not because I want you to play like shit, but just to kind of, like, see no, what it does some, to you and see how you some, handle some, it. Yeah, sometimes, I, I think sometimes uh, when you give a jab at me on the course, um, it does help me. But if I've had one too many beers or if we have, like, uh, whiskey on the course... Um, and you say something like that, I think it throws me completely off. I think I the whiskey up, threw you off, but yeah, the whiskey does for sure. I have to stick to beer or nothing or like, uh, Gatorade or something, but yeah, but I think it's tricky, right? Like they said, but you some know of the, me too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, what's yeah. going to get it me always, to it's play always better. better when you have to have very generic, like lines with people that you don't know especially in golf right like what do you say to someone like you could be like oh that's not bad like what the fuck you mean i put that right in the middle what (laughs) of course it's not bad and then he gets them like off their game a little bit like oh buyer did that to you all the time right when you would play with him he said good if you like it there that became i i took over i took that one and i pushed it forward but i think like golf is more of like a not not said mental game with other people. Like you you mentally can fuck with people, but you don't actually say things to mentally fuck with them. So like if it's your home course, right? And you're playing <clears throat> and you're up second, right? You didn't have as good of a hole as the other person. And you know you're hitting hybrid off the tee to be safe. You know, if you like pull out driver, brings in a bunch of problems. So when you go to grab the club that you're getting ready to hit, you pull out driver. So they hit driver. But then once they hit, you switch to hybrid. Okay. So I never had the intention of hitting driver. I never had the intention of hitting driver. But and just little things you can do. Um, Using an odd colored ball sometimes throws people off. Like when (laughs) yellow balls first came out, like it'd fuck with people. Like people are like, what the fuck are you doing using a yellow ball? So now they're not thinking about their game. It's the smallest thing. And it's all them being like, oh, this fucker's using a yellow ball. So it's just enough to like tip them off their game. Or you just hit a shot that's better than them. Like you just outperform them and it can mentally drive people crazy. Or you play a line at your course that you know safe, but it looks a little daring and then they try and do, you know, things like that. Like you get people to kind of try things that aren't in their game. And Uh the biggest thing that happened with me is when I played well, you'd get like people that 
you get out there and these guys hit, maybe they hit the ball 260 off the tee, which is a, is a good drive. But I averaged like 295 off the tee. And I was uh-huh. good with a driver. So I, I usually had it in a good spot most of the time. And these guys try and out drive you all day. Well, they can't play their own game because they can't they're, hit it. As they're, they're trying to out drive you. Uh-huh. And it's like, you're. Ne- I don't care how hard you swing. I would have to hit it like off the heel of the club with the worst swing of the day. And you have to hit this just incredible drive to out drive me. Like 35 so yards dealt- is a big difference. So you dealt with a lot of cows then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You grew up with that. And it was funny. You'd see like these guys would start out playing fine. And then once they, once you hit like a driver or something, and then they are 40 yards behind you, they're like, all of a sudden that moment, it changes their game. But I'm That's sure you crazy. dealt with similar things in soccer. Well, like, so I, I didn't do a whole lot of uh, shit talking mind games or anything. Like I, I did some mind games, um, no, but like, it was just kneeing them in the thigh if they're up against you uh if i could reach their thigh like so most of the uh guys that i was going up against were um a lot taller than me a lot bigger than me and i was on the defense so like i couldn't win a header um i knew that uh but i could beat them in a foot race um or i think the only thing that i really like said to someone that was messing with me because a lot of you get you get a lot of cleats to the the top of the foot uh you get a lot of uh jersey pulling and whatnot um and uh uh, when i was able to beat them and uh if they were talking shit whether it was talking about my mom or uh then that was that was a lot of how it was on the that was the era that's yeah, what it was everyone talked about. Yeah, don't, and so I don't like, understand it, it, it. It did yeah, lead it, to it, like the milf age. So. <laughs> it did actually, <laughs> but uh, so like all of that didn't bother me. I think it was more so. Um, I I would just tell him like, okay, do that move again. I, I bet you I got you on that one. Um, and they would mess up. Like I, it, it would be one of those things where. Uh, they would stutter step one way and then forget the ball and I would take the ball away. Um, it, it was just what, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I got a few, uh, there, there was a few times that I caused fights on the field, uh, n- excluding even the, the brawl, uh, with the, uh, indoor soccer team that we were on. Are you talking uh, about my brawl or the one that Mike started? The the very first game. Oh, I don't think I was there. The, I think I missed oh, that one. So I, I'll talk about that thrown? one. Uh, I was thrown and then there was a lot of shoving that went on. Okay. Um, <laughs> so again, I was going up against a guy that was uh, a bit bigger than me both in weight and a little bit in height, but more so in weight. Okay. And I, I just, I, I stuck to him and, and, uh, took the ball a lot. Uh, but at one point in the game, it was near the end of the game. Uh, dude just turns around and says, fuck you. And just grabs me and throws me, um, our goalie, uh, who wasn't Mike, I can't remember his name right now, but he was the ex rugby player. Uh, 
and he he just came out and shoved the dude <laughs> super hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a card for some reason, and then the other guy got ejected. But it's it. it it was just because I was like a little gnat. Um, that was my whole game is I, I'm not going to annoy the side. shit out of him. Yeah. Fair. I, I didn't have to say anything. It was just more of like, I'm, I'm annoying. Leave me alone or I'm going to swing. Yeah. And, uh, that, uh, there was one brawl that I start. Uh, it was, not, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, benches clearing. Um, type of uh, brawl it was when I was in high school and this guy just kept messing with one of my teammates I went up to him and I said hey on the next like if you keep doing that to my 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 player I'm going to take you out on on the next ball you get and he was like yeah right you're too pussy to do it I was like game on all right Uh, sure enough next thing uh, next time he gets the ball, I I take him down, and I knew I was going to get a card. Is it a point, slide so tackle? Was, no, no, I, I it was a stand up tackle like you did to that one chick. Um, <laughs> was it a head to head? Like you were running so, to a ball, or you just like the ball was he was running at you, and you're just like playing chicken in cars with him. Like who's oh, going to bail I, out? <laughs> I I don't think I would have been able to get him to the ground due to his size. Um, if it was a head on or like a one V one type of situation, mm-hmm. if I, I, I was dirty with it and that's why I knew I was going to get a card and, uh, everything. But, uh, so the ball was passed to him. I run up on him and, uh, dig my shoulder into him and he goes flying and, and does a roll and everything. And obviously there was a whistle. So I was like, okay, I know I'm going to get a card, whatever. <clears throat> um, it was my first card of the game, but I wanted to show like, Hey, like, don't mess with my teammate. Uh, sure enough, dude goes, uh, yells at the referee, like, hey, if you don't give him an F and red card, uh, I'm I'm going to beat his face in or whatever. And so, I like, obviously, I hear it. And I just start, like, me, I'm not, I'm Pestering. somewhat non <laughs> No, I was non-confrontational. Like, in, in so much as, like, I did what I said that I was going to do. I'm done with the situation. Like I got my card. I'll, I'll go back to defending. Um, so dude, and this was in the area of taking off shirts, what meant that you were, uh, tough and could fight. Uh, dude takes off his, his Jersey and comes and swings at me. I turn dodge or, uh, yeah, dodge the, the punch and dude takes me into a chokehold. That chokehold uh, releases both benches. Everyone, even parents, were on the field fighting. <laughs> nice. That's solid. We were not allowed to go back to that tournament ever <laughs> again. Not just was it my there? team. Was it, it was there? the region. I, I canceled it for the whole region. <laughs> nice. That a boy, Devo. Would it be the beginning of cancel culture? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I never, like... In basketball, we never had any, like, big fights. We had a guy, like, flip off our crowd because he got kicked out because he was just talking mad shit. Mm-hmm. Um, never anything too crazy. I was just more the, like, I was undersized. Everybody was taller than me for the position I played. So I just... Because you were center, right? I Well, in JV, in varsity, I played a power forward. But, like, oh, when okay. guys would come through, they're bigger. Well... Th- 
like I was of the mindset and I was taught in the mindset. If a guy's going to come across the paint, you let him know you're there. Meaning mm-hmm. like you like not a stiff arm or... him, but like you like arm bar him or like, you know, when you put your arm out, like uh, to hold someone off. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you'd kind of like, or you'd sh- kind of bump your shoulder into him or you just like bump them so they don't just walk through the paint. Because if you let them walk through the paint, they're gonna, they're gonna just do it all game. So you have to like, if you start bumping them, and you, you can, it's a non-contact sport officially, right? But there's a lot of contact in basketball. But you do it enough to someone, they get annoyed, and they just they stop trying. They stay on one side of the paint. They don't cross anymore. And same thing with like heart. When people are like, oh, make sure they feel the foul. Like you're not trying to play dirty, you're still playing the ball, but maybe you go, you know, you're gonna foul them, so you you take them out a little hard, or you kind of they they. It protects yourself too, though. It does. It does. That's how um, uh, we were taught too. Like you go, you go in soft, you're gonna come out hurt. And and that's why I think the NFL is having the problems it is because they don't allow the hard hits anymore. So now the defenders uh-huh. are playing like they're they're not playing how they were taught. So now they're getting hurt because now they're making hits differently. It's causing more defensive players to get hurt. But you're right. Yeah, you wouldn't. It's a law of motion, bro. If you were to go up for (laughs) a shot. Yeah, if you were to go up for a shot and you get maybe you take a little bit of an elbow to the head or you get hit in the back or you fly into the the baseline pads. Well, you're going to remember it, right? You aren't going to do it again. And that's what I had to do because if I let these guys just do what they wanted, I was screwed because they were four inches taller than me, five inches taller than me, and they were more athletic, could jump higher. Like I was completely fucked. I also like to box out really hard, which people would get really mad about. So like I'd turn and then I'd like do like an ass move out. Like I basically did the upward version of a torque as they were coming in. <laughs> and it it like like small guys that would try and they'd out jump me, right? Like these guys four inches shorter than me could get rebounds over me because they could jump high. Like I couldn't jump. So you, you get them with one of those box outs. Maybe I called for a foul half the time I did half the time I wouldn't, but they sure as shit didn't keep coming over me to get the ball because they knew they were either going to be on the floor or they were going to be hurting. And, and, and that's where I'm surprised or, uh, I, I was even upset to to see that you weren't even invited to the uh company team basketball. I know or, I was uh, sad. The funny thing team. is, the person that started it up, she was like, she and I we talked about basketball all the time. <laughs> yeah, and then she invites like a football player that's of the ethnicity that you generally pick for basketball, right? Uh-huh. Like, and you're and like, wait. A- Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. I know I'm white. Doesn't mean I, I can't play. Say that 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 was the, probably the whole reason she it probably did was. Not. It probably was. She's like, ah. But then again, she invited school. Chris. But then again, Chris, Chris is also half. Was, well, and uh, he's tall as shit, and he can play. He's tall as shit, and he played college ball and played a uh, semi pro. Well, pro. He just wasn't in the U.S. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. He was bad, paid. I, I don't even understand the whole idea of semi pro. You're either pro or you're it's not. A great movie. <laughs> yeah you're either pro or you're not like you either get paid to play or you don't and even canadian now there's that football do they get paid canadian football yeah not much but they make money uh, and there's the usfl now too 
That's in, is that the that's not the indoor, no, is it? No, it's a new league. It's regular football. I think there's uh, it's slightly different rules, but um, yeah, that's a new United States football league. Um, huh. The for the longest time, the NFL was split between like the NFL we know today was two different leagues that combined. Well, it's kind of like what they did with baseball. Because you have kind the American of, League yeah. and the National yeah. League. And that's basically where your conferences came from. That's why like mm-hmm. basketball is the only one where it's like West and East. Everything else is like uh, you have the AFC and NFC in football, which is the American Football uh, Conference and the National Football Conference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, completely the same. And that's why it's like it makes a hell of a lot more sense to do West and East because then you don't have to travel as far, right? Like it's pretty much a no brainer. Like how much is right. going to suck? You have a game in LA one day and a day and a half later, you have a game in fucking New York. Yeah. Not a lot of time to no. acclimate to uh, the time change, so to speak. Yeah. You, you basically just have to sleep as much as you can. And I guarantee they probably aren't sleeping, but you yeah, know, they probably not. have access to drugs that are legal by terms of, they haven't been made illegal yet that, you know, <laughs> keep them awake for like 80 hours at a time. I don't fucking know, but it, sports, I feel like there's an aspect of sports where there has to be shit talking. And the only I, and thing, I get that I do. And the only thing that drives me nuts is when you get like a, a technical intramural. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever received a technical foul. In all the years I played basketball, I never got a technical foul. I don't think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I never did. I always kind of like I I would push the boundaries, but like I talked to the refs a lot. I'd be like, what the fuck? My biggest issue in basketball was I was a heavier basketball player, right? Like, so I was six foot, 200 pounds. And that's why I played a power forward. But the thing is, is I would take a charge, but you get like a fucking in high school, you get like a five, seven point guard who weighs like 120 pounds flying in on me. And I, I stand my ground. He comes flying into me and I don't move. Like I have him by 80 pounds. It's like a feather just right. hit me. Right. And that's <laughs> Yeah. And so I don't fall. And there I'm like, ref, where's the charge? Because technically it should still be a charge even if I don't fall. But refs don't call it unless you fall. So then I learned how to fake fall. Oh, flopping. In essence, but it was because that's what I had to do to get the foul called. Right. If I didn't fall, I didn't get the foul called. Same thing mm-hmm. happens and I fall. It's a charge. And it's like, this is just so much bullshit. It used to piss me off so bad. It's like, I, I asked a ref one game. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I am not getting that charge. I didn't move. And he's like, you just got to fall. And I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, you know, I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're, they're, they're re- I, I was going to ask you, or did I, I think I asked you, uh, what is it that you said? But uh, the reason I was wondering about that is because we had uh, one of my buddies that was on uh, most of my teams actually growing up uh, and was a captain for most of the time, mainly because of how he conducted himself with the referees. Um, and that was in a very, like, uh polite manner but he got a few yellow cards for talking so basically a technical uh and it was because he just mind fucked the the referees <laughs> nice by 
by stating like why it wasn't a foul and why uh, the referee was uh, an idiot for calling the foul, but not saying it so blatantly. And um, that's uh, like I when you said that you had never gotten a, a technical, but you talked to the referees a lot. I was like, oh, shoot, you must have said something a bit different then because my buddy Ben lo and behold like he he would say like uh, what are you talking about ref like he tripped over his own feet like my foot was near the ball my foot touched the ball but he tripped over his feet and that's how he fell and so the ref would be kind of like what the no i saw you trip him (laughs) yeah no i would i was more so like i'd be like ref this dude's all over me what the hell like Come on, ref. Like, I'd say stuff like that. And then if I got heated, but in, in high school, I didn't cuss. I cussed outside of the court a lot more. Um, well, I, I was going to say you were in a program where if you cuss, you probably, well, I probably would have had to write quite a bit of cuss. I will not cuss <laughs> on the fucking whiteboard like 150 times or something. <laughs> um, So, yeah, it's one of those. It's that tricky thing where it's I probably could have gotten teed up. But then on the other hand, you have 25 to 50 year old dudes refing high school games. How do they feel when like this fucking 16 year old punks like you missed the call? It's like, fuck you. I didn't miss shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. in their heads, that's probably what they're thinking when we're like talking to them. And they're like, or, you need to, you need to sit down, little boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they probably have a fucking sixteen-year-old boy at home, and he does the same thing to him. And you know, so uh-huh. I, I kind of understand it. Or, but, or they're annoyed with with all of it, and they're like, I can't wait to have my beer in the parking lot uh, <laughs> right. after this, right? Or fuck, I'm gonna have to run out of here. <laughs> Hopefully, they send me the pay. Oh, there was there was a few games in high school. Referees were gone. Within like a minute. I bet. They did not stay around. Um, I bet. You got to be smart because not not going to lie. Players are rough on refs, but it's the parents, especially in high school. Parents can be fucking mean. Parents are the worst, dude. Like, don't if you have a kid that plays sports, don't be that parent. Like, no, no one likes that parent. I, I have I'm going to have to fight real hard to not be that parent. But. Still, like, I'm not going to, you know, if if you lose, it's going to be that story of every time that my kid's going to get tired of it. Life's not fair. Play through it. That's uh-huh. probably going to that's what I'm going to have to tell them, because it's true. Like, you're going to have games where you get all the good calls. You're going to have games. You get all the bad calls. Yeah. If you lose by two, maybe all the bad calls hurt you. But what could you have done to not lose? Right. Like, there's something you could have done throughout the game that could have made up those two points. Or in soccer, mm-hmm. that one goal that got called, right. or that was allowed, goal, that shouldn't have been a uh, goal. Or there, there was that one point where it was a foul in the box that shouldn't have been a foul in the box, and uh, ended up being a penalty kick that resulted in a goal. That you know, like, yeah, there, there are those times, there are those games. Uh, but what well, could you, all, like, your team could have played better and still beat them? Yeah, true. Very true. And that's and, that's and the that's, tricky that's part. That's the idea of, or yeah, that, and that's that's the mindset that there there needs to be. And I guess that's where it kind of brings it back to, um, bring a, being a uh, gracious winner or a gracious loser. Like it, it's it's a matter of how you play the game and uh, don't blame like the players before. for bad refs. 
Right. And like, also, like, how if it's a team sport, how are you uh, contributing to the team to be able to get to the to to be able to win? Exactly. Um, so, like, it's all encompassing. Um, yeah, I know you didn't want to go down this route. For- no, it's all, I'm cool with this route. I just didn't want to. I, I originally, I just wanted to talk about bourbon, and then it was like they just Henry McKenna just kind of ruined it for me. I was like, nope, not talking about bourbon anymore. I just want to drink a good bourbon. Well, actually, I didn't want to drink bourbon, but I had a bottle, another bottle just in case. Just so you guys know, our plan anytime we do a bourbon under thirty dollars is we have a any bottle, and we have one extra bottle just in case we don't like that bottle. Yeah, now nowadays that's what it is. We changed, <laughs> we changed. Yeah, but yeah, all in all, support your kids, teach them the lessons that sports teach them, because mm-hmm. the chances of your kid going to college on a full ride or earning a lot of money for sports is pretty low. Slim to none. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You may, they may earn something, but to be that person is pretty slim. So don't like, don't start their careers in sports by being that parent. Like, just don't do it. Like, that's all I can say. Try it. Try and be as objective as possible. (laughs) Well, teach them the lesson, like the best thing about sports is the lessons that you learn. You learn how to play like a team. You learn how to, um, you learn how to hold yourself accountable when you really want to blame this other person, right? Mm -hmm. Because one person had a bad game. You're like, well, they're why we lost. Well, okay, maybe, but what could you have done better to win the game? Right. You know, and, and it's, these are life lessons. Right. Teach them those in times of losing. Teach them that a loss isn't going to a loss should drive you to work harder, not to give up. Yeah, definitely. Or you're down by in soccer, you're down by two goals at halftime or in basketball, you're down by 20 at halftime. Does that mean you should stop trying? No, that's like the opposite of what you should do. Yeah, maybe you're going to lose the game. Okay, try something different. See what works. I, I think that's the other side of it um, is, is the fear of trying something different. Like you've oh, been yeah. taught Absolutely. Uh, something a certain way and you don't want to go uh, away from it um, because it has worked in the past. Um, and I think it took me up until like junior year to understand that, that whole aspect of like, no, you got to try different <laughs> ways of doing it to be able to, uh, get a better result yeah Um, or change like your like for me in basketball if I wasn't shooting well I stopped shooting and I started trying to just get rebounds like that's what I mm -hmm. focused on if I can get rebounds if I can get second chance points playing basketball now I wasn't that good at basketball but I held my own for the most part and if you can do something maybe the main thing that you're usually good at isn't working Okay, well, what can what's the next best thing that you can fall back to? What can you do there? Yeah, and and that's that's the important thing. Now, I think that's not as much of a life lesson, right? Because, like in sports, you're gonna have off days. You're gonna have off days in life, but and I guess that that is a good point, right? Where you maybe you're having a little down day, right? You're just a little off that day. You don't feel great. You're mentally drained or whatnot. It's like just kind of give up on that day and it's like wait uh maybe i shouldn't 
maybe I can be okay being a little less productive, but what can I do that I can pick away at things that aren't going to be hard to do there, you know, that kind of stuff. And it makes everything a little better. Maybe it puts you in a better, yeah, just motivating yourself. But I think that pretty much closes this, this conversation out. I feel like we've talked about this slightly in the past, but you know, if you're new to the podcast, well, you have at least 40 episodes before you hear this topic again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Diva, you have any closing thoughts? Uh, just thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo!